Hi there, it's Jana Menina. I am so happy that you're here. This podcast has been such a long time coming. It's actually kind of embarrassing when I think about how long I've been thinking about recording this podcast. I've been educating people about their finances for 15-ish years, and still to this very day, I am oftentimes amazed by the questions and the lack of understanding that I get about very basic financial concepts. And it made it really evident just how much people are lacking when it comes to their own personal financial knowledge, let alone what's happening like on a larger global scale. It seems impossible, but in reality, like anything, if you're part of an industry, if something was taught to you from the time you were young into adulthood, it's like second nature to you. No thoughts are required. I'm sure my mechanic cannot even wrap his ever-loving mind around the fact that I drive a car every day and have for literally 25 years. Yet I'm acutely unaware of how any part of it works, like literally none of it. I don't know what anything's called. I don't know what any of the 3 million buttons do. I wasn't raised learning about cars. I was, however, raised learning about trees and lumber and sewing and knitting, ambulances and insurance I know, how random is that? So please step right up with all of your rando questions about what needle size you need for a baby blanket. I have got you. But you're likely in the same boat, as is everyone else. You know what you know because you were exposed to it. So it's only right that people who didn't have a strong financial influence in their life, someone to teach them financial principles, someone who had enough money and awareness for this to even matter, that they don't know. And when you think about it, given that we have to interact with money daily, it's absolutely ridiculous that there are so few resources for people to really even learn about money, especially in high school and college. I mean, for gosh sakes, we know our beliefs and feelings around money start in early childhood, yet we haven't figured out how to get it together and teach our emerging adults something, anything that would be helpful for them to financially succeed. And the truth is that there's so many facets to our financial educations. Aside from learning the tactical strategies to earn and save and grow and create wealth, there's a ton of other strategies as well, especially when it comes to how we feel around money, scarcity, abundance, worthiness. And on top of that, we all come with a story about how we communicate with money. It's been on the taboo list of table topics for literally 100 years, I bet. I mean, it's fourth behind what? Sex, religion, politics? It's not something that people have felt traditionally comfortable talking about, even within our own nuclear families. So this financial situation is weird. There's this expectation that someone along our journey taught us which boxes to check and how we wanted to invest our 401ks and then how to choose the right homeowner's insurance and how to make sure we had adequate coverage in the event of a loss. And I don't know about you, but that was not my situation. Most of what I learned early on was about scarcity and the relentless messaging that came from my really young parents about not being wasteful, saving what you could, and honestly, what splurging meant. And for us, splurging was getting pizza out on a Friday. In school, I don't think I ever learned anything profound about money to speak of. I mean, I learned all the postulates and theorems I needed to pass geometry, but I never learned about tax brackets or tax benefits, or even how to file my taxes. And frankly, I actually needed that because I needed to file taxes while I was in high school. That was all on a wing and a prayer. And I come to find out that decades later, how much money I spent by not knowing what I didn't know, that's always the story. People don't know what they don't know. And so then when they find out about it, they feel dumb and they feel ashamed. And then what? 
they stand still and they're afraid to ask. They're afraid to even find out more. It becomes a topic that they avoid. And here's really the thing. I know I keep saying that we don't know what we don't know, but as a result of not knowing what we don't know, in an effort to save money because we live in scarcity, so many of us, we end up costing ourselves so much more. And so I thought, what if there was a collection of resources available? What if there was a place where you could learn about financial principles in an interesting, easy, digestible way that wasn't boring and it wasn't arduous and you didn't dread coming into it, but you could pop in your earbud, be driving to work, whatever the case is, and you could get like a basic financial lesson on stuff that was applicable to your real life right now. And if it wasn't, you wouldn't have to click on that podcast. So maybe you don't need insurance. Maybe you don't need to invest anything. Maybe you don't want to know about how to get your money mindset right or how to ask for more money or how to talk to your kids about money or what to tell your kids before they go to college or how to fix your credit score. Maybe those are not topics that are applicable to you in that moment, but that there'd be a library there that would be available times forever so that people had a resource to go to. And what if in the same light, it was with people that were really amazing experts in their field that could break it down in a way that anyone could understand. And then there could be feedback. There could be exchange in a non-embarrassing way. So it's not like you're 45 years old and you're going to ask somebody how to fill out a tax form. It's like you just learned about a CPA and now you're going to go and have a consultation with them. And that's not embarrassing at all. I think that when we talk about money and we normalize talking about money, then what happens is that people feel inclined to do it. And when we feel inclined to do it, it puts us in a powerful position. And we're in a powerful position. It allows for us to make greater advances. This, my friends, is the beginning of generational wealth. Just being able to talk about it, to be able to have these conversations and be in awareness with each other and how this money is exchanged and what we do with it. And all of that comes secondary to just opening up the conversation. So that is my how my speaking of money was born. I think I should tell you that it's more than just a catchy name. I really think of speaking of money as a movement. The tides have turned. It's no longer our father's house or our grandfather's way. Women are making money. Men are making money. Kids are making money. Kids are making so much money. If you haven't heard of these bajillion dollar TikTokers or Instagram influencers or YouTubers or whatever the case is, kids are making money. And it's more important than ever for these conversations to be normalized so we can have them freely, so we can make strong decisions, so we can stop this cycle of generational getting by, if you will, generational poverty, and we can start creating something and leaving a legacy. It doesn't have to be this hard. And I promise you, it starts with bringing this stuff into our awareness. Speaking of money is an invitation to get super vulnerable and uncomfortable and have meaningful conversations about money, all aspects of it. It's going to offer our audience a place to be anonymous and learn, like I said, and even the most basic principles so that people feel confident to start asking questions, we're going to include those. And then that will hopefully lead people to start getting more involved in their financial lives. Think about a time that maybe you were learning a new language and you knew a few words that maybe would get you by, nothing close to being fluent, but you had like a little tiny bit of basics. So you're sitting there and you're at a restaurant and your mom's like, honey, you practice your Spanish with this nice boy. And you literally want to crawl under the table when he starts talking. 
I didn't say to learn what's up like that. I don't know. I don't even know what he said. That was so fast. Hold on. It's so intimidating to join any conversation when you're not completely familiar with the vernacular, with the words, with the way things and the way people talk about these things that we automatically shut down, crawl under the table, like I said, and we don't participate. This is certainly the case when we do these conver- or have these conversations with strangers. So because of this, you guys, there are adults literally walking right alongside you every single day who do not know anything about their money. I say compound interest and they're like, what? Even though they're using credit cards every single day, they don't understand what compound interest is. Until we get to work on really cracking the code about learning what we don't know that we don't know, we're going to stay exactly where we are today as a collective. Here's a fun fact. Most Americans, wait for it, are not wealthy. They live like they are, but they in fact are not. And really, in fact, most Americans are barely getting by, even if they are at all. And when you think about that unsettling fact, and you've seen the number of financial situations that I have seen in my 25 years of being in this business, I can tell you with zero uncertainty that people just live to be accepted by whoever they're hanging out with. So whatever that means, they're willing to sacrifice that to be part of that tribe, to be part of that clique, if you will, And it's to their own financial demise and that of their kids. If you're sitting here thinking to yourself, you know what, this isn't even relevant. I don't even have any money. Then you should be right here sitting in the front row, earbuds in, full blast to drown out every other noise and distractions. You get money by learning how. It's also how you keep it. It's also how you grow it. You have to learn. And you must know that it's proven time and time and time again that children of low-income families more often than not end up becoming a low-income family themselves. This is not because they're not capable of breaking out of that cycle. It's that they don't know how. No one has been there to show them what is even possible. Well, we're here. And if you're a young and up and comer and everything is looking like the future is bright, but you're clueless about your money, then pull up a chair. Because you're about to get the education of a lifetime, investing, insurance, passive income, retirement accounts, real estate acquisition, which happens to be my favorite topic. All of these things, you name it, we have it. And for all of my people who, like me, feel the energy of money, I'm a little woo. I'm going to admit it. It's just the way that I am. But if you feel the energy of money deeply in your core, then this should feel like a coming home for you. We know that a healthy relationship with money starts in the heart and in the mind. We have to believe that we belong here at this table. We must know deep within us that we have a seat here. We are part of this conversation and we are worthy of that because we are, because we were born. We didn't have to do anything to become worthy of pulling up a chair. We just are. We don't need any other permission or validation or to change a money story or to prepare in any way. We just get to be here. We have to understand that we must work diligently on our energy around money in order to have the relationship we want with it. If we don't humble ourselves to really accept that there are so many things that we never learned, and that's totally fine. 
that that's just part of our journey and those so many things that we don't know, then how in the heck are we ever going to learn them? If we don't give ourselves grace for past mistakes and we don't start taking steps forward on the path towards where we belong, as opposed to standing still or continuing down the paths that don't belong to us, then how are we ever going to get to the place where we want to be going? It's only through this awareness that we can create real lasting change. So when I tell you that I'm on a mission to create a movement where people of every socioeconomic background get to walk up and take a seat at my table to learn, to interact, to have access to, to have ideas planted, to understand what is possible and to get the education that they need, I am not messing around. We are here to create options, opportunities, possibilities, and freedom around money. No matter how much you do or don't have, doesn't matter. If you're not able to talk about it, ask for it, own your desires, interact with it shame-free, spend it or receive it, save it even, protect it, manage it, keep it, then you're going to end up either broke, having lost the money you did have, or exactly where you are now, perhaps never having had it at all. We have to learn to be successful and resourceful, and that is what this podcast is all about. This is a hive of busy-minded experts in our fields here to help bring an education that you never received, but you sure as heck should have in school or somewhere along the way. We just didn't. I cannot wait to watch what you'll do. I can't wait for your questions, your input, your asks, because we're going to build this around what you need and what you want, and together, this is going to be amazing. Thanks so much for being here.